at 8 p.m. on Fridays. Join us as we summarize the weekly lesson review of the Adventist Church on Hope Stream Affair. Hello, welcome to Weekly Bible Study Review with Pastor Solomon Odiyebu Chiyokono. This is a summary of Lesson 12 of our Weekly Bible Lesson Studies. The title of this lesson is A Message Worth Sharing. The key text is taken from Revelation 14, verses 6 and 7. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth and to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment has come, and worship Him who made the heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. Shall we pray? Our loving Father, again we are at Your feet to study Your word. Help us, dear Lord, to hear You speak to us, and to make ready ourselves, our families, and our friends as we wait for Jesus' return. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The death of Jesus on the cross of Calvary was for all humanity. Whether they are dead or alive or yet to be born, the death of Jesus on the cross of Calvary was for all. Jesus died for all. His triumph over the principalities and powers of hell was for all humans. His resurrection was for all humanity. By the sacrifice on the cross of Calvary, Jesus delivered us from the penalty of sin, and He is coming again to deliver His children from this evil world. Hence, the everlasting gospel, as we see in Revelation 14, speaks to all people of every language, tribe, and culture. Christ died the death that we deserve, so that we can live the life that He desires. In Christ, we are justified, sanctified, and glorified. The Bible records, Two comings of Jesus. In his first coming, he paid the price of sin and redeemed us. In his second coming, he will take home those for whom he shed his blood. This is a message that this generation urgently needs to hear. Peter's present truth message. Isaiah 46, verses 9 to 10. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none besides me, declaring the end from the beginning. And from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. We see in history that God has always sent a prophet to declare to his people what is to be in future before it happens. God is never taken by surprise, and he plans that his people too will never be taken by surprise. He always reveals to his people what will be in future through different means, through the prophets, through dreams, through visions, through his word. Amos 3 verse 7 presents this fact in a clearer way. Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he reveals his secrets through his servants, the prophets. Before the great flood of Noah's day, God sent Noah to warn the people. In Egypt, he sent Joseph ahead of Israel to help prepare for the coming famine. Various Jewish prophets warned Jerusalem of the coming destruction before Jerusalem was eventually destroyed by Babylon in AD 70. John the Baptist gave his message of warning and calling people to repentance before the ministry of Jesus began. Peter refers to the warning message at every point in history as a present truth. Therefore, 
I will not neglect to put in remembrance of these things, that you may be established in the present truth. 2 Peter 1 verse 12 In the days of the disciples, the present truth was that Christ has come and that his blood has secured eternal life for all. This message is still relevant today. However, it's our choice to accept or to deny the present truth. Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, and Ephesians 2 verse 8. The book of Revelation presents Jesus and his eternal salvation and urges everyone to reject falsehood and human tradition and to accept Jesus, through whom only salvation is sure. Revelation reveals that Jesus is working on behalf of humanity. Jesus, the true witness of his Father, is ruler and king of the earth. He has loved us and washed us from our sins and has made us kings and priests to his Father. This message needs to get to all men and women so that they too can be ready for his return. Revelation's End Time Focus Revelation 1 verse 7 Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so. Amen. The Gospels reveal a lot about Christ's first advent. The Gospels treat the life, ministry, and death of Jesus, and although they discuss the second coming of Jesus, that is not their main focus. The book of Revelation focuses mainly on the climax of a century-long conflict of ages. Each of the major prophecies ends with the glorious appearing of, and the return of Jesus. Revelation 1 verse 7 reveals that Jesus will return with clouds and every eye shall see him. You can also read Revelation 11 verse 15 and Revelation 19 verses 11 to 18. They also share similar themes. From the beginning to the last of Revelation, the climax of each prophecy is the return of Jesus. You can see this also in Revelation 5 verse 12, Revelation 19 verse 16. At his second return, Jesus will defeat his foes that oppress and persecute his people. He will end the great controversy between good and evil and reward his faithful children with eternal life. Behold, I come quickly, Jesus says, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work may be. Jesus' last invitation is to a dying world, and it's recorded in Revelation 22, verse 17. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. Let him that hear say, Come. Jesus calls us to be ready and to help in making the world ready for his return. It is the greatest event that the world will ever witness. There's no other activity more rewarding than accepting this call Will you heed the call? Will you be part of those who will help to prepare the world as Jesus returns? Revelation's End Time Message Revelation's End Time Message is recorded in Revelation 14. In verses 14 to 20, the symbolism of harvest is used to describe the second return of Jesus. This is not the only place, however, in the Bible where harvest is used to portray Christ's second return. For instance, we see in Matthew 13, verse 37, up to verse 43, that the Bible uses ripe grains to describe the redemption of the righteous and overripe grapes to depict the destruction of the wicked. Revelation 14, 6 to 12 is a message fitting 
for the preparation of men and women for the final harvest. It's a message of grace and yet a message of judgment. The message of the three angels reveals the identity of those who worship God on the right day and in the right way and shows how we can appeal to our generation to be ready for its greatest event. The message of Revelation 14 is a message of good news because it reveals that injustice and wickedness will not last forever. Are you preaching it? Have you even shared this good news with anyone this year? God calls on you to arise from slumber. You can send a text message, share a post on social media, give a book as a gift, or speak to someone literally. So, what's holding you back? Understanding God's message more fully. Revelation 14 verse 6 And I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having an everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. In Revelation 14, Jesus reveals the fullness of his saving grace for all humanity. Revelation 14 is an honest appeal to fear God. This fear is in reverence to his law and commandments in light of the approaching judgment. To fear God has to do with all we have and all we are. It means to honor God in our thinking, feeling, and actions, including our possessions. To fear God is to reverence Him to the point where our own will is submerged in His will so that His will becomes superior in everything we do. It means to obey God even when it's not naturally convenient for us to do so. To give God glory is to know that we are responsible for our actions and to live in such a way that our actions bring glory to God. There's a relationship between an attitude of reverence for God obedience to God, and a judgment. Obedience is a fruit of a saving relationship with Jesus. Only His righteousness is good enough to pass judgment, and in His righteousness we are secure. The basis of worshipping God is that He created us. Revelation 14, 7, Revelation 4, 11, Exodus 20, verses 8 to 11. And this is the truth that the Seventh Adventist have held on to. This is the truth that the seven-day Sabbath reveals. But Satan has attacked the Sabbath through different ways because he knows its importance in worshipping God. God calls you today to worship Him and to do so rightly. God's final appeal. Revelation 14 verse 8 And another angel followed them saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Babylon represents a false system of religion based on human works, man-made traditions, and false doctrines. It exalts human beings and their self-righteousness above Jesus and his sinless life. It places the commands of human religious leaders and religious teachers above the commands of God. Babylon was a center of idolatry, some worship, and false teachings. It was a center of immortality of a soul, where it was taught and where it was institutionalized. This false religious system has subtly integrated many ancient Babylonian religious practices into its worship. God's last day message to our dying world is a message of Jesus and his righteousness. This appeal is echoed in Revelation 18, 
two to four. Babylon is falling, is falling. That great city, come out of her. The Seventh-day Adventist Church exhorts the message of Christ over all others. The Sabbath is a symbol of true worship. All others are counterfeits. Are you a true worshiper of God? What is distracting you from worshiping God on the Sabbath, which is Saturday, the seventh day of the week? Is it money, fame, marriage, position, what? Christ's message to you today is, come out of Babylon. In conclusion, the message of a second coming is a message worth sharing. That Jesus came, died, resurrected, and he's coming again to judge the world in righteousness is the present truth for this time. It is the focus of the book of Revelation. We need to understand the message and be part of God's final appeal to a dying world. Please pray with me. Eternal Father, what a loving God you are. You have daily exposed your word to us that we may hear and be ready for the final judgment. Help us there, Lord, not to be lost, but that we may be ready when Jesus returns. In the name of Jesus. Amen. For questions and contributions, you can reach me on WhatsApp through plus 234-903-789-1680. Or you can send an email to Sabbath School Lesson Summary at gmail.com. God bless you. At 8 p.m. on Fridays, join us as we summarize the weekly lesson review of the Adventist Church on Hope Stream Affairs.